Hello, hello, and welcome to E-M-A-N, Effectively Making a Noise. I am your host, Cheryl Secrets, and today's Bible story is David Spares Saul at Engadi. David Spares Saul at Engadi, and it's coming from 1 Samuel chapter 24, verses 1 through 22. So David was separated from his friend Jonathan and forced to flee from the presence of King Saul. There followed a long and difficult period of trial and trouble in the life of David. He was pursued from one hiding place to another by Saul and his soldiers, and hunted like one hunts a partridge in the mountains. David fled from Saul to Nob, and from there to Achish. He departed from Achish and escaped to the cave of Adullam, and from there he went to Mizpoth, and to Keilah. He took refuge in the wilderness of Ziph, and later in the wilderness of Maon. While Saul was hunting David in the wilderness of Maon, the Philistines made a raid in the land of Israel, and Saul was compelled to stop pursuing David to go back and fight the Philistines. Then David went up from Maon and took shelter in the strongholds of Engadi a wild and mountainous section on the western shore of the Dead Sea. When Saul returned from fighting the Philistines, he was told that David had fled to the wilderness of Engadi. Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men from his army and went to seek David and his men up on the rocks of the wild goats. And Saul came to the sheepfolds by the way, where there were a large cave. Being weary with his journey, he entered into the cave to rest a while. In the shade and coolness of the cave, he soon fell asleep. Saul did not know that David and his men were hiding in the inmost corners of that very cave. David's rough men wanted to pounce on the sleeping king and put him to death. They whispered to David, The day has come of which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand so that you may deal with him as you please. But David restrained, which meant held back or stopped his men. Instead, David crept forward and with his sword steadily cut off the skirt of Saul's robe. After he had done this, David felt ashamed at having lifted his hand against the king, even in this harmless way. He said to his men, the Lord forbids me to do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David held his men back with these words and did not let them attack Saul. Completely unaware of how his life had been spared, Saul awoke from his nap, rose up and left the cave and went on his way. Then David arose also and went out of the cave and shouted after Saul, My lord the king. Saul was surprised and startled to hear David's voice. And when he turned and looked behind him, David knelt on the ground and bowed his face to the earth in an attitude of obstinance. And David said to Saul, Why do you heed the words of those who say, Behold, David seeks to hurt you? 
Behold, today your eyes have seen how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave, and some bade me kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not put forth my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. Holding up the piece of Saul's robe, David continued, See, my father, see the skirt of your robe in my hand, for by the fact that I cut off the skirt of your robe and did not kill you, you can see for yourself that there is neither evil nor disloyalty in my heart. I have not sinned against you, yet you hunt my soul to take it. Let the Lord judge between me and you, and let the Lord avenge, which means pay back a wrong, me of you. But my own hand shall not be upon you. David went on to remind Saul how the Lord was protecting his servant David by saying, After whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom are you pursuing? A dead dog? A flea? Let the Lord therefore be judge, and judge between you and me, and see, and plead my cause, and deliver me from your hand. Thus David spoke of the folly and futility, which means foolishness and hopelessness, of Saul's efforts to do him harm when the Lord was watching over him. When David had finished speaking these words to Saul, the king replied, It is your voice, my son David. And Saul wept aloudly. Then he said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have rewarded me with good, whereas I have rewarded you with evil. And you have showed today how well you have dealt with me, inasmuch as when the Lord delivered me into your hands, you did not kill me. For if a man finds his enemy, will he let him go away unharmed? For this reason may the Lord reward you with good for what you have done to me today. Continuing to speak in this humble and penitent mood, Saul made a request of David, saying, Behold, I know well that you shall surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in your hand. Therefore swear to me now by the Lord that you will not cut off my heritage after me, and that you will not destroy my name out of my father's house. David readily agreed to keep this promise to Saul. Thus, he showed his willingness to forgive Saul for all the evil and wrong he had plotted against him. David's true greatness appears in his gracious and magnanimous, which means kind and forgiving conduct toward King Saul, when he regarded whom he regarded as the Lord's anointed. After this interview, Saul left and returned to his home. But David took his men and went up to the safety of his mountain stronghold. That is our story for today. May God be with you all. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. And peace out.